Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. He gets so crazy at times. It sounds like... You yell back at your radio. What are you talking about? What the hell? He gets so angry. You tweet to try and calm him down. Now... He gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Welcome in. It is Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The fan live from the Lakeland University studios, the leader in online education for more than 25 years. Lakeland.edu. Coming up on today's show, you heard from MVS. He talked a little while ago to the Green Bay media. We'll do that uh, probably in about a half hour from right now. Rami Makhlouf in the last segment, like always. Crosstalk. We can get ready for Rami's show coming up at 3 o'clock. If you missed anything earlier, by the way, on the Wendy's Big Show, you always can go back uh, and listen to any of that at BigShowNetwork.com or download that Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. John Heyman. Odyssey MLB insider talking about Dodgers versus Brewers, who's the favorite. Matt Arnold, Brewers senior VP and general manager, talked a lot about uh, the different minor league prospects, plus brought up right there at the beginning of the interview about whether or not there's going to be uh, a limit on the number of innings these stars can pitch when they get to the postseason. Uh, so go back and listen to that. Danny Cannell, college football analyst, was really good from uh, betonline.net. And then, of course, Kevin Bullis, Whitewater football head coach there, uh, in the last segment. Again, BigShowNetwork.com or simply uh, download that Odyssey. I can rewind anything there. So, a couple days ago, uh, NBA 2K uh, launched their trailer. And we didn't have a chance to really get to it or talk about it because, you know, it's it's Packers, 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 Packers. So, we didn't get a chance to get to it. So, I, I didn't want to ignore it or act like I didn't know what was going on about it. I saw it, was well aware of it. Just didn't have room or a way to get it in. So now we do. I uh, was surprised, mm, shocked, mm, stunned, taken aback that when I watched the NBA 2K trailer, the Pistons were in it. The Detroit Pistons were in the trailer. I gotta say, I I didn't think the Pistons would 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 make the trailer, but but they did. Uh, the Hornets, uh, they they made the trailer. Hmm. Didn't didn't think either one of them would make the trailer. What I did think would make the trailer was Giannis. The Bucks, maybe a little Middleton, a little Drew Holiday, but certainly Giannis. Certainly Giannis. If nothing else, the finals MVP, the world champion Milwaukee Bucks. Okay, no love to Middleton, no love to Drew Holiday. Fine. But Giannis certainly is going to be in the game trailer for that game. Has to be. I know. Mm-mm. No. Wasn't it? The outrage 
amongst Bucks fans was pretty good. Y'all did y'all did a good job. I got a lot of the tweets. I'm gonna read some of them. The question is this. At what point do you think, as fans, do you think we'll stop talking about being disrespected as Bucks fans uh, and Giannis? At what point do you think this stops? At what point do you think they will actually talk positively about us without backhanding us? At what point? Just read a thing. I should bring it up. I'm from CBS Sports the other day. Stop storylines in the NBA this year. And one of the storylines was whether or not the Bucs are real champions. Whether or not the Bucs can make a deep run in the playoffs. Or if they, you know, exit early to the Nets or something. And that just means the title was essentially a fluke last year and wasn't really real. That's one of their storylines that they had on CBS Sports. I just kind of shook my head. Shook my head. Said, you got to be kidding. Then you put that on top of this NBA 2K trailer where there are no Bucks and no Giannis. What exactly do you think has to change or happen in order for them to get their respect? That's all I want to know. It's just you and me. I I would call it uh, uh, venting if you want to vent. Because I feel like venting. I'm, I'm, I'm growing really sick and tired of this whole thing. I, I really am getting sick and tired of it. I'm beyond the point of frustrated at this moment in time. Where are you at? 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1250 AM The Fan, or you can tweet me at Sparky Radio. Either one works. When does this stop? When does the point of disrespect Stop. The man won multiple MVPs. The man won a defensive player of the year. He's the most improved player of the year. He's won finals MVP, Giannis has. Not in the NBA 2K trailer. The Bucs had the best record for a couple of years in the NBA. Now, went through a super team in the Nets. Won an NBA championship. There's none of the Bucs, including Giannis, in the NBA 2K trailer. There's a couple of the tweets that I saw when this all went down. Martinez. Martinez, who is a faithful caller to 1250 AM, the fan, tweeted this out a couple of days ago. Never since NBA 2K has been out, that they haven't shown footage of the team who won the championship in the following year's gameplay trailer. The Bucks won the championship and not one single shot of Giannis in the NBA 2K22 trailer. This is very disrespectful towards the Bucks. I agree. 100%. Matt tweets, the Bucks win the NBA Finals and they aren't even shown once in the minute and a half long NBA 2K trailer. Laughing emojis. It looks like some things never change. I'm glad he can laugh about it. Good job, Matt uh, Movrich. Uh, if that's how you say it. Movrich? I don't know. I'm glad you can laugh about it. it. It irritates the heck out of me. It really does. I'm just sick of it. I thought once they got a superstar that this nonsense would stop. Said it for years on the postgame show. This will stop. Once you get a superstar and you start winning, it will stop. But as long as you don't have a superstar and you give them a reason to disrespect you, it will continue. I was wrong because it still has not stopped. When does it stop? 414-799-1250. Tracy in New Berlin, you're first up on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's up, Tracy? Hey, Sparky, I got got even more for you here, right? I mean, it's not just the Bucs. Look at the Brewers. Look how the lack of coverage of the Brewers is dominating ESPN. I don't know if it's because they're from Milwaukee, like the Bucs, but it's to baseball as well. ESPN, when they won, not last night, but the night before, ESPN like had the highlight maybe the last, I don't know, the last five minutes of the show. Hunter Baumgart. 
Hunter Baumgart, who does a show uh, in the afternoons on WJJQ and Tomahawk, tweeted this out this morning. A top story on SportsCenter this morning, how the Giants have lost five of six. Other than a mere mention of the Brewers' road record, the focus was all on the Giants and how they, quote, lost, not on how the Brewers, quote, won. Keep sleeping on this crew. Just watch out come October. I think everybody is noticing the disrespect going on by ESPN and others of uh, the Brewers. But, again, as you've heard their hosts say, they, they don't want to come to Milwaukee. They don't want to be here. So why the heck would they promote it? Right, Tracy? Totally Tracy. agree. Yeah. It's just, it's just amazing to me, the lack of respect. And, and it, it's for both the Bucks and the Brewers. It's just crazy. As I've stated before, I I, I have pretty much stopped watching that station. I, I'm pretty much done with it. That that whole thing with Stephen A. and uh, and Molly Karam and those guys done. I haven't turned it. I don't believe I've turned it back on outside of for an actual game broadcast. But any of that other shoulder programming, sports centers, and all that, I don't watch any of it. Thanks for the call. I'm done. I, I'm to, I'm totally done. That that for me that was the last drop done. Well, I can't do nothing about it, right? So it's not like I have the power to get Stephen A. fired, Molly Karen fired, or anybody else, so that's fine. So like I tell everybody else, whenever somebody complains about something, uh, about something they see on TV or hear on the radio or somebody that they don't like, my response is always the same. Then don't watch or don't listen. You have the freedom to change the channel. You have the freedom to not watch or listen if you don't like something. If you're going to continue to tune back in and complain about something, then don't complain to me because you are doing it by your own free will. You are putting yourself through that whole torturous process that you apparently dislike. Why do people do it? I don't know, but people do. I'm not doing it anymore. I don't watch that station. I will not watch that station outside of games when there is is no choice. You know, if there's... Uh, uh, a football game, NFL game on there, and it's the Packers or whatever, fine, I'll watch the game broadcast. But but outside of that, no more. Done. Not watching SportsCenter, none of that stuff. I'm just, I'm done with all of it. I've had my fill of all of it. It, It's beyond pushed me to my limit. We just had John Anderson on. Did we not, Plucker? We just had John Anderson on yesterday, and he created this website, which is very cool. They just had Brian Goodenkunst on, I think, today. Uh, InsideWisconsin.com, and Tim and another guy, Trevor, uh, and they do these one-on-one long, uh, long-form long interviews that are video interviews. You can watch and see them, the whole deal, about everybody with Wisconsin ties. They've had Sam Decker on. They've had Brian Gutekunst on. Barry Alvarez was their, their first guest, John Anderson said yesterday. Mind you, the man is an anchor on SportsCenter for ESPN, and it was brought up to John Anderson. Hey, man. I think it was Leroy that brought it up. Like, I worked there. Leroy did. Like, didn't you have to get their approval in order to do something separate from them? John Anderson went on to talk about, yeah, he did. But they don't really care about Wisconsin from the aspect of, you know, trying to go up against a Stephen A. Smith podcast in Wisconsin or anything like that. Don't care. So if they don't care about us, why in the world? Would I care what they have to say or what they do? Doesn't matter. That's what I mean. When we get to this point about talking about disrespect and whether or not I should be frustrated or whether or not you should be frustrated or whether or not I should get angry about it or whether or not you should get angry about it, the answer is probably no. Right? If we talk it out, the answer is no, because it shouldn't matter what they say on their TV network. It shouldn't matter what Cowherd says. It shouldn't matter what Bayless says, or Shannon Sharp, or the rest of those guys. It shouldn't matter what any of them say. Wonder why it does? Because we're fans and we love our team. And just like it, this is, this might be seemed as an extreme by some people listening. But just like when your kid does something and you want your kid to be given credit for something that he or she has done, whether it be by a teacher or by a coach or by whoever, you want that 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 thing that that person did, whether it be on the honor roll or some sporting achievement, whatever, you want that 
son or daughter to be given their just due. And if they don't, aren't given their just due, you're probably going to say something about that happening. It's no different with sports teams. Because there is that love affair, that tie-in that sports fans have with their teams. And they want their teams to be talked about in a positive light and respected. That's what we want as sports fans. And when you don't get it, you get mad. Even if you don't watch it. I don't watch ESPN, but you want to know what I see in my timeline all the time? Stuff from ESPN. Little videos about dumb stuff Stephen A says or whoever. I don't watch Cowherd, but I see dumb stuff that he says all the time that comes up on the timeline. And then it's a a battle with inside me who's in a very different situation. Because I talk on this microphone every day. So we have to find things that people are talking about. And if people are talking about dumb stuff that they say, then it's kind of our obligation to talk about the things that people are talking about. So play the audio and we talk about the stupid thing that Stephen A said or Cowherd said or Bayless said, and then becomes a part of our show. And because of that, then you're essentially giving them time and uh, you're PRing them or whatever you want, promoting their show without wanting to promote their show. But because of what we do, we're in that situation. You as a fan, on the other hand, don't have to watch any of that stuff if you don't want to. Just ignore it. Be on with you. Not watching your stupid video and just ignore it and move on. It's just, it's horrible. It's an inner fight that I have with myself all the time. Like, why do I care about what this person says? But that Milwaukee thing and how that whole thing played out felt like a gut punch. It really did. It felt like somebody punched me in the gut when I watched and heard what they said about this city. To the point where I was like, I'm, I do not care anymore. I'm done with them. And Leroy's friends with Stephen A. I, I, there's just no way. There is no chance I'm dealing with that. None. Uh, let's go to Tom in Menominee Falls. You are next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's up, Tom? Hey, Sparker. Hey, the this Brewers and the Braves and the Bucks have never gotten respect from big media. In 1957, I'll take all you children back a few years. Thank you. When the, when the Yankees had to come and play the Milwaukee Braves for the World Series, the the Yankees were complaining that they got to play this Bush League team. And why don't they just surrender because the Yankees are coming and we beat them. But we didn't get any respect. It was almost disdain that how could that happen. When the Bucks won the championship in the uh, 70s, we didn't get any respect. You know, none of our players get respect. Yeah, but I mean, with all just with all just do, y'all didn't give them any respect when they won it in Milwaukee itself. They got no parade. They got no any type of celebration whatsoever done for them. None of that ever happened for them in their own well, city. I got a, I have an answer for that. You weren't around that. No, the team was only a couple of years old. Okay, didn't have much of a fan base at that time, and I don't know if in 1970 they did parades for everybody. But the team has grown and matured. So, you know, for two years they were nobody. And then when he got uh, Jabbar or Alcindor, uh, Jabbar, they turned it around. But you can't say we didn't give it, give them a parade. I don't even know if they did them, but they had a tiny little fan base. They had a little stadium that held 11,800 sure. people. Yep. So, you know, I mean, the point I'm making to you is, listen, it, it, if, and I know there's people out there go, they don't really care about what happened in the past, but... Warren Spahn, Henry Aaron never got the respect that he would have gotten if he played for the Yankees or yep. the Dodgers. It was always Willie Mays, Willie Mays, Willie Mays. Warren Spahn, who won the most games of any left-hander ever, won 363 games. When they talked about it watching the game of the week, they talked about Sandy Colfax, not about Warren Spahn. If either of those two players would have been in New York or in L.A., there'd be shrines for these guys. And none of that happened. And even for Giannis, Giannis will, if he doesn't go to the, uh, 
to uh, L.A. or New York, he'll be an afterthought, just like Spahn was, just like Henry Aaron. People don't care. It's a shame. Warren Spahn would be a – they'd have a bust out there in center field. they talk about him every time the Yankees played. Greatest left-hander in the history of the game. Henry Aaron, you know, Henry Aaron eclipsed every one of Willie Mays' records. You can look it up. Everything, total bases, doubles, hits, the whole nine yards. Well, he never got the love the Giants that the, that Willie Mays got as a Giant. Yeah, and you didn't and even you Willie didn't Mays even have as respect. you know, Tom. You didn't even have as much media, obviously, back then. I mean, obviously, there was no internet. There wasn't all this TV or anything of that sort. It essentially was just newspaper and radio. Yes, and there, well, there was occasionally a game, but that was usually the World Series. Right. My point is. But in the eyes of American people, Will, uh, Willie Mays was the greatest outfielder player ever, and Henry Aaron doesn't get a, a not. When he eclipsed everything that Willie Mays did, Henry Aaron eclipsed it. Warren Spahn. How come we don't hear Warren Spahn? You know who Warren Spahn is? Oh, yeah. I've got a Warren Spahn autograph. Yep. Okay. That guy was the greatest left-hander to ever yep. play the game. Yeah, what do you no. hear about? You hear about Nolan Ryan? Oh, sure. The more of the well, more uh, of the modern day guys. No question, Tom. I gotta let you run. I gotta get to a break. Thanks for the call. Tom's passionate. Tom's fired up. I want to have that passion and that fire when I'm at his age, at that point in time. But it's so true. It's so true. Everything he said, as far as the disrespect, and maybe we never get to that point. Maybe you never get over the hump. Maybe the Bucks never get that respect that they're due. But I think I got a way for it to happen. I'll tell you how. Coming up next here on Sparky's Midday Madness. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back. Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The fan asking you, when is this going to end? A couple days ago, it came out, the NBA 2K22 trailer. We didn't have a chance to talk to talk about it because we've been talking about the Packers nonstop. A lot of people furious, and rightfully so, about the fact that the Bucks aren't in the trailer. First time, according to some, that the champ's never been in the trailer. Not only was the champ, the team, not in the trailer, Giannis wasn't in the trailer, the finals MVP. He won multiple MVPs, defensive player of the year, Nothing. Nothing. Pistons, they're in the trailer. Hornets, they're in the trailer. Bucks, nope, nothing. 
Wayne tweets at Sparky Radio, I'm with you, Sparky. The media is all focused on the Lakers, Nets, and other teams with big-name players. Even the companies that sell NBA merchandise do not promote Bucks gear. Adam Silver should promote small market teams to draw more fans. We are not all Lakers fans. Okay. EJ tweets at uh, Sparky Radio, ESPN is basically unwatchable outside of a few football games. This is how I think this gets changed and how I think this gets fixed. And maybe I'm wrong. I think the Bucs simply just need to beat a healthy Brooklyn Nets team. That's it. They just have to go through this super team. And then if the Lakers are the other super team with all their senior citizen players, if they're waiting for you in the NBA Finals, then you have to beat them. If it's not them, if Golden State has some magical run, which apparently people think could happen this year, if it's Curry and Klay Thompson and Draymond Green and Wiseman and all these guys, and you have to beat them, beat them. Then I I don't I just don't see what anybody is going to say. You've won back-to-back championships. The first one, okay, maybe you caught breaks and you didn't have to face healthy teams. Fine. You yourself lost your star player for a game or two in Giannis, but you were able to overcome and still win. But if they win next year or this upcoming season and they beat a healthy Nets team with Durant and Kyrie and Harden and everybody else they're bringing in, they brought in Millsap this morning. Now they're saying LaMarcus Aldridge this morning has been cleared to play. Apparently the Nets are the front runner to get LaMarcus Aldridge. I mean, they're doing what the Lakers are doing, which is stacking up on all these old dudes uh, that have been productive years ago in the NBA and trying to get one last run out of them uh, to increase their bench depth which I get and I understand because you have to figure out how you're going to beat the Bucs, who I think have increased uh, their best bench depth from last year as well. I think this Bucks roster is better than it was last year. Uh, so we'll see how this whole thing plays out. But I think if you beat a healthy Nets team, you get to a finals and then you beat a healthy Lakers team or Golden State team, some team that's got a bunch of star power on it, and you win back-to-back NBA championships, including that way, and if they still don't get it, then they're never going to get it. Then it's over. I mean, that that's literally the only answer I have for this. I don't see any other way that they're going to garner that respect outside of doing it that way. Maybe the answer is, like Tom Menominee Falls said, this will never happen. Dates all the way back to the Milwaukee Braves. He said it didn't happen then. It's not going to happen now. Like It's just not going to happen because of where we are. Plucker, do you think... It will ever happen, or do you think we're all just wasting our breath, hoping one day it happens? I don't know. With with until a monumental shift comes at the national level, I don't know when or if it comes. What do you mean monumental shift? What do you mean like with talk show hosts or like what? just the philosophy changing? Because I feel like a lot of companies are focused on entertaining the masses and where the largest locations right, are. the big markets. And, and, and that's fine and dandy, Correct. but I think we're getting to a point where they're almost only catering to those markets. Correct. And they're not catering to markets like Milwaukee, I mean, like if you think about Charlotte, it, like parts of, of Florida. But Plucker, and if you think about across it, the, the, board. the Midwest is completely ignored. Pretty much. Across the board. Completely ignored. Now, part of that is the Bulls and Bears have both been horrible, mm-hmm. but, I mean, Michigan... Nope. Wisconsin? Nope. Minnesota? Nope. I mean, Ohio, I guess with Ohio State, kind of gets some love, but for the most part, they get ignored. There's no talk about their teams there. If you just go down, Indiana? Nothing. I mean, really, it is the Midwest that completely gets ignored in this whole thing. It's all about the East Coast teams or the West Coast teams or down to Texas with all their population that they have down mm-hmm. in Texas. That gets a lot of love. And like you say, with Florida, they, for the large most part, since LeBron has left, they've pretty much been ignored as well. Right. And so I think eventually something is going to change where a mindset changes of let's not only cater to the largest markets, but try to cater to every market. And and where we, we see that kind of shift to focusing on everybody and not just L.A., New York, and Boston, I guess you can right. say. So I, th- I think the shift is coming because I think we're reaching a point where a lot of people like you and I, I, I'm the same way. I have not turned on pretty much any ESPN content outside of fantasy football um, and live sports since 
a long time, I should say. People, but even before, before the Stephen A. Smith I, thing. Well, right. Well, my generation, I feel like, gets a lot of content from other outlets. And we don't just go, ESPN, it has to be ESPN and only right. ESPN. Right, because before, it was the only place you could get highlights right. of the games at night. Right. Now all these highlights are put out by the leagues themselves on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. And Absolutely. it's everywhere now. Yeah. So you, you don't have to turn there to get the highlights. And that's why they've went to this sports talk on TV format that they did because they realized they lost that audience. Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to continue to lose that audience because the younger generation, like myself and Sam Schmitz and Evan Heffelfinger, we don't see that sort of representation for the teams that we represent. And so when that shift happens, it's going to be sharp and swift on some of these national media where in a course of a decade, they're going to lose massive amounts of viewership because they're not catering to a younger generation full of people and they're trying to find different ways to do that. But yep. in a in a society where younger people are are so focused on their identity and who they are and not seeing that represented on the national level, it's going to be an interesting turn, I think. Yep, I, I agree as well. And who knows? I mean, maybe this version of what we see on TV uh, as far as sports television, maybe it completely changes. You know, maybe... Uh, the because the, there is a lot of money being thrown out there. What's Stephen A. making? Like ten million a year, something like that. I mean, he's making a ton of money. So obviously, TV ratings are good enough, and sponsorship is good enough uh, in order to make that work. As Plucker points out, the only way this ever turns is if and when you get people in positions of power uh, that are sick of the product that is and wants change in order for them to advertise. But again, when we talk about Plucker and Sam, Schmitz and Evan Hevelfigur, now you're talking about guys in their early 20s. You're talking probably another 10 to 20 years before you start seeing that way of thinking in a position of power uh, at the top of the food chain in an ESPN or a Fox Sports or something along those lines before you get to that point. that That's really probably what it's going to take. I, I don't. I'm not sure it's ever going to happen, to be honest with you. I'm really not. But from the Buck standpoint, and that's what we're talking about, not being in the NBA 2K trailer and all of that stuff, I I really think you beat a super team in the Nets, and then you beat whoever is left in the West, whether, now again, it can't be Phoenix again. But but if it's Golden State, if it's uh, the Lakers, another super team, you beat essentially two super teams and win a championship this year, now back-to-back champions, if they don't respect you then, then it's just never going to happen. It's just, it's never, ever going to happen. Just crazy. Let's go to Sean and Racine. You're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's up, Sean? Yeah, I was agreeing with you when it comes to ESPN. I basically barely watch anything anymore unless it comes to a uh, nationally televised local game when I want to see the Packers, the Brewers, or the Bucks. Um, I can't see Valley Sports Wisconsin stuff, which blows because their contract problems with YouTube TV, and I'm not paying for cable. But the other day they had a, a broadcast on with the, I think it was the first game or the second versus the Giants uh, on Fox Sports 1, and Frank Thomas was on in the pregame with someone else and the host, and they ended up talking about who would you pick out of those two teams for the uh, World Series chances. And they actually both picked the Brewers, and Frank Thomas mentioned when they've been making the playoffs recently, the whole storyline around Milwaukee Brewers has been small market team. But now he said you can't do that anymore. They have probably the most legit best starting pitching rotation in all of baseball. They've had the best timely hitting since the All-Star break, and they got a coach that never gets his just dues since he's joined the Brewers, has one of the best winning percentages, and is closing in on the Brewers' all-time win record. And he's still young as a coach. I'd say about the only person in Milwaukee lately, and I'm excluding the, the Packers and all this talk, because this is just for Milwaukee. But Giannis is probably the only one in my lifetime that has really gotten his just dues on the national side. And even then, they still act like, okay, well, he hasn't gotten there yet. Like, what else does he have to do? Sure, he could develop a jump shot and be one of the best players ever. But at the same time, he has done stuff that nobody else has ever done and some of the smacks in the face that we've taken, especially from ESPN on national media, just because of it being Milwaukee, like they're winning. 
why are you sitting here still acting like we're the little brother that nobody wants around? Because it's they don't. But, well, that's it. But, 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 Sean, they don't want us around. I mean, they don't want to come back here and have to cover this team again. They they definitely do not want that. Why. They said it on the air. Outside of bad weather in the winter, what can they bash us about? He bashed, Stephen A. bashed us when he got here and it was like 80-some degrees. And he said, I left 100-degree weather for this. For this, That's what he said as he was well, walking into the stadium, which is fine. Her because his Knicks didn't make it out of the first round. Well, yeah, I mean, I can't help him who he roots for. Sean, thanks for the call. Again, they just don't want to be here, which is fine. They don't come. Like, I'd rather have you just do your show in Bristol. Just stay there. Like, you don't have to come here or do all your shows against the Western Conference opponent, whoever the Bucks are playing in the finals. Just stay in Phoenix. Do all your shows there. Enjoy feeling like you're cooking in an oven. If you that's your thing, by all means. It's not mine. But if you want to sit there and deal with 100-some-odd degree weather, have at it. Please don't come. And so many of us said that the last time. But But again... Back to this whole ESPN thing. And like Plucker said, I get, you know what I'd love to know? And I don't know if there's anybody to know this. I'd love to know what their ratings are for their shows that they deem their prime shows, like First Take and all of this. I'd love to know what their numbers are in Wisconsin or in Milwaukee or Green Bay or Madison. Pick any of the major markets that have ratings uh, that have those numbers counted. Because for those of you that don't know, not every city uh, is a, you know, so-called ratings market. You know, Racine and Milwaukee are, are together as one. Madison, Green Bay. Um, I'm not sure if lacrosse is a ratings market or not. They might be. Um, so not like, but not every town is deemed worthy of the ratings process or whatever because of the amount of people that live there, whatever the case may be. But I would love to see what those individual ratings numbers look like compared to Chicago or New York or LA or Atlanta and see how much difference there really is. Like, do they actually have big numbers in any of those markets at all? Or is the assumption that they have big numbers and that's what they're going on because they're ESPN. Hmm. Curious. All right. Coming up next, MVS Packers wide receiver uh, talks to the media. And anytime he talks, you have to listen because he's always entertaining. We'll hear from him next here on Sparky's midday Met. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Welcome back, Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The Fan. This segment brought to you by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. Enjoy the best fish fry Friday. $2.50 tacos on Tuesdays. $17.95 prime rib dinner on Wednesdays. All you can eat ribs every Monday. All you can eat ribs on Mondays. JimDandiesGrill.com. Under new ownership, new menu. New, delicious, great food, jimdandysgrill.com. Plus, they do a lot of uh, stuff in the community and for charities and stuff like that. Just a great ownership group down there. Uh, make sure to check them out, jimdandysgrill.com. Uh, some news coming out on the Brewers from Adam McKelvey. Freddie Peralta said he's good to go tomorrow when the Brewers are expected to activate Peralta and Eduardo Escobar from the IL versus the Cardinals. Uh, McAlvey says Freddie threw two pens while down 125 to 30 miles an hour or 25 to 30 pitches. I should say another 50 to 60 pitches. So that gives you an idea of where his pitch count is at, uh, at this point. So tomorrow for Peralta, what three innings somewhere in that area, three, four innings, I would imagine would be my guess as far as where he is, which is again, which is fine. Not a big deal. Eric Lauer on the Hill today, that game about to get underway here in a few minutes on YouTube, uh, so if you're looking to watch the Brewers game, uh, YouTube is the place to go. That will not be on TV. All right, let's hear from MVS, uh, who talked uh, just a little while ago. 
All right, so there's MVS uh, talking, and he brings up the adjustment for them as much as it is for us, meaning the Saints. Saints are a dome team. Uh, Saints play in a, in a division where they do play some outside games, right? Uh, as far as Carolina, Tampa Bay. So you do get some outside weather games. When you're playing in 90, 95-degree weather, and you're coming from, what, 70s? Is that what it is outside right now? Somewhere in the 60s or 70s? Uh, that, to me, is going to take a toll on yourself. Now, they're down in Texas. I think they've been practicing at, where, TCU or something like that the last couple of days? So they're down in Texas. I don't even know how warm it is down there. I'm guessing it's warmer than up here. I still think that's going to be a state's advantage going into that. And your quarterback is Jameis Winston, who played down there and is from the Tallahassee area, Florida State, and all that. So he's your starting quarterback. He's played in it a lot. And he's going to have his fan base, I would think, uh, that will be in the stands and cheering him on and everything else. So that should work to the Saints' favor uh, as well. So we'll talk more about that whole Jacksonville feel and what it means for that game as we get more into talking about the week one game between the Packers and Saints next week on the Wendy's Big Show and on Sparky's Midday Madness. Coming up next, we'll hear from Rami Magloff as he's standing by, getting ready to do his show at 3 o'clock as we do some crosstalk straight ahead. Welcome in. Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The Fan as we broadcast live from the Lakeland University Studios, the leader in online education for more than 25 years, lakeland.edu. Steve Sparky Fiverr with you. Don't forget tomorrow on the Wendy's Big Show, Tim Allen in the first hour of the show, 1035. Talk about those red hot Milwaukee Brewers who are playing right now on YouTube, which means I won't be watching it. Uh, but so that's that's going on right now. I'll be listening to Rami's show instead. Uh, yes, yes, Dan Plucker. Yes, and your Milwaukee Brewers already down one nothing. First okay. pitch from Eric Lauer sent to left center field and Austin Slater. Gives Austin, who? Austin Slater, sure. the Giants' leadoff guy. Saved by the bell. They've already won three of the first four. You're going to get upset that they're down one nothing in the fourth game, even if they lose this one. So what? You're right. I only right. care because I'm on the post game show after. Yeah, he's Rami. hosting post game today. I know. I saw the with Evan Heffelfinger. That's going to be in there. Me and Heffelfinger. Those two are Awful good together. Flopper. Yeah, you and Evan are good together. Yeah, well, hoping... we did a podcast together for a while. Right. And then good chemistry. Yeah. I'm just hoping for a quick game. All I'm, I'm open for. for extra innings. Why do you um, hate me so, so much? Why do you're you done at six so either much? way. If they play 15, what does it matter? No, you're they, walk out at six either yeah, way. But if they play a quick nine, I could be out of here at nine, at 5:30. I have. That's what I have it scheduled for is 5:30. I know, but the game. I mean, the game started. You don't think it'll go, be done are, at 5:30? I'm going until 5:45. You at think least. so? At least, yeah. yeah. That game last night went what four hours, ten minutes, yes. or something? It went forever. Yes. And that was nine innings. Yes. How does nine innings take four hours? Okay, I don't minutes? know. It happens all the time in baseball. The last time I I, I may be a jinx against teams in the NL West because I've this is my third time that I've done an NL West game, and all three times the Brewers have been embarrassed by the teams that they played against. You better they not got tell Tim Allen by this. the Dodgers, fourteen to like two or whatever it was earlier in the season, and they were about to sweep the Dodgers. Yes. Uh, I also watched, I think it was eight to four, the Padres beat the Brewers. And then uh, this is my third game. Was Eric Lauer pitching the other games as well? I believe Eric Lauer (laughs) pitched in that Padres game, but that first one against the Dodgers was Alec Bettinger's debut. Who just got called up. And he just got called back up, right. Hmm. So, They're going to get killed today. Let's Why did you not. say that earlier when I said that Lauer <laughs> owns the West, uh, the NL West? He could have he could have chimed in and said, maybe not today, Spark. We'll I, see. I may, I may be the bad luck charm against NL West teams. That means there's going to be a lot of runs scored, which means you're going to be here. I just want a quick game. I know. I, know what you, game. I understand. Last night, I went I went to the open mic at, at the Laughing Tap, which, by the way, John Egan, who's headlining there this weekend, will be my guest at 440. But he's more known for his Twitter account, probably, which Pro- is what? Probably. Uh, Brent Suter's actual rapper. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and Brent of, Suter likes it. I know. I which know. is he's cool. He's a big fan of the account. Yeah. Um, so I went, and I got home, like, just after the Brewers game started. I, I went to the open mic. I came home, and I was like, all right, I'm going to sit down. And I watched till, like, 10.15, 10.30, and then my buddy was like, hey, I'm at the bar up the street. Come grab a drink. So I did. I got home at, like, well, I, and you know, I left the TV on for the dog. I don't know if everybody does that. I left the TV on for the dog, left the Brewers game on. I came back. It was at like 12, 10, 12, 15. I was like, this game is still going. How many drinks did you have? I don't, I don't know. I you didn't have one, did you? What do you mean? Did you have one drink or did you have more than one drink? Oh, more than one. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Nobody, yeah. uh, hardly anybody actually goes. When somebody says, hey, why not meet me for a drink? It's never normally. I was one or two in from the open mic. 
And then you continued. And then yeah. Well, that's the nice thing about doing the afternoon show. You can sleep that bad boy off before you have to come right. in here. No, I mean, it was, I mean, there was three of us. We had a couple pictures. Yeah. It wasn't crazy. You're definitely far more social now than you were in Minneapolis, aren't you? I didn't know anybody. Right. I didn't have friends in Minneapolis. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. kind of hard to be social when you don't have friends. Your liver is very happy to be back in Milwaukee. <laughs> tell you that much. You're. Oh, man. <laughs> Woo-wee. Uh, okay, so what's coming up on coming your show Coming up on today? the Rami Show today, Sparky. I want to I gauge uh, where Packers fans are at in terms of who they think are threats to this Packers team in the division and, and beyond. Oh, that's easy. And beyond. Yeah. It is? Well, it's only Tampa in the NFC. See, and I think that's what a lot of people are thinking, and I think you're wrong. Uh, I, okay. I think you're wrong We can disagree. That. We disagree a lot. And the AFC uh, – Kansas City. I wasn't even going to get to the AFC, but if you want to go well, there, we can go there. Well, if it's just the NFC, AFC, I think, is more wide open than the NFC. NFC is two teams. I think the AFC. I don't think so, dude. The AFC could be Kansas City, could be Buffalo. I'm not a Baker Mayfield guy, but something Cleveland. Chargers. Uh, Justin Herbert, I really like him a lot. So, I mean, I, I just don't know if they've got enough. But, you know, probably Kansas City or Buffalo. And then Green Bay or Tampa Bay. I'm guessing those are the final four. All right. So that's what we'll discuss. At You're the not going to tell show. me Justin Fields and the Bears, please. No. Okay. No. 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 Thank no, you. No, man. You know uh, I'm, a, I'm a realist. Come on. Yeah. You know I'm a realist when it comes to my football team. Just checking. Um. So that's that's all coming up on today's that's show. That's what we're going to talk about. Today. Also, um, do you care if the Brewers have the best record in the National League? We'll talk about that. We'll hear from MBS. We'll hear from Matt Lafleur. I mentioned John Egan, who uh, is headlining at the Laughing Tap this weekend. Also at Brewers Raptor, a very popular Twitter account. He'll join me at 4:45 and. Hopefully, I'll be gone by then. But if I'm not, at least I'll get to talk to Kevin Holden of CBS 58 at 5:30. When did you just book? When did you book that? Uh, today. Like recently or like earlier? In the last few hours. Oh, why? Well, I'll tell everybody right now. Yeah. You need to go to Kevin Holden's Twitter account. Okay. And and if you're thinking about going to Jacksonville to watch this Packers game, yeah. he's laying it all out for you. We're talking flights for like 45 to 90 bucks. Really? To get yourself down to Orlando, and then he's telling you how to get yourself from Orlando down to Jacksonville and where you can stay in the area because without paying a crazy amount of money. Crunchy is a traveling man. He knows expert. how to get around. Yeah, I retweeted and said, follow this travel expert if you are planning on heading down to Jacksonville. The dude is legendary. The man, if you follow him on Twitter or social media, the man is always somewhere. He's either at a minor league baseball always. game or he's at some always. tropical island. The man knows how to get it done. He was the only person in the Milwaukee media who uh, visited me in Minneapolis. Oh. Uh, up there. Yeah. Good old Kevin Holden. Yeah. Well, the only guy. I, I had no friends, as I, we just explained. Uh, Kevin Holden was the only one who was like, hey, I'll come be your friend, Rami. That was pretty cool. I'll come hang out with you. We so, went to a Twins game together. Oh, yes. Yeah. I do remember that. Yeah, it was fun. It was real fun. Did it rain? No, it didn't. It was a beautiful day, and he got some great seats, dude. He locked out. How does he great get great seats. seats? And you work in a sports talk station in Minneapolis, and well, you I mean, get, you and get him great ac- seats. Actually, wh- one of the cool things when I was up in Minneapolis, since you brought it up, was I got I got a season season media credential, season long mm-hmm. media credential, and nothing against the Brewers. They they do what they do in terms of how they their policies and how they handle the media, and that's that's fine. They do what they do. They did not care up there. That you use that media pass to get through the door, They're and then, the twins, and then just it's go. Not like it's a sought after thing. <laughs> go do whatever you want, man. Right, that's how it used to <laughs> be with the Brewers do, when they were go horrible. Do whatever you want. When the like, Brewers were horrible, that's exactly how it that was. was a, it was a division championship team. Well, that year they won a hundred games, I think, or close to a hundred games that year. Wasn't probably expected. I mean, that just all kind no. of came together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, right. It's not like, like they've had a run. Yeah. You know, if it was a run of five to ten years, probably policies would change because everybody would want to go cover the game just to go to be at the game. So I went to a bunch of games and sat in a lot of good seats. Yeah. Up there at Target Field. Yeah, you just have your press credential and go sit wherever you just want. Just go sit wherever you want. Have a beer. Just take the creden- the credential off, you know. And years ago, years ago, right, you could get, as media members, you could get free tickets to the Brewers. You could get tickets from time to time from the box. Is that why people think we that. can get free stuff? And now, nothing. <laughs> Is that why people, because before I got in this industry, that was a thing? Because people think no. I just get tickets to everything. No, I mean, you'd have to know people that worked in the industry years, like 30 years ago I, in order to know that. But I, what I'm talking about is 
when it was that way, it was because the Brewers were awful and the Bucks were awful. Sure. So they didn't mind getting you tickets because there was going to be empty seats anyhow. So sure. sure, come on down and you can talk about it on the radio or write about it or whatever you do for it in the media. They had no problem. Now that these teams are good and they want to make money on those seats, now those are no longer available. Now you're going to pay like everybody else. Right. So it is what it is. And when the Twins, if they ever get on some type of 10 or 15-year run, I'm sure their media policy will change. Odds are probably won't happen, but you never know. Uh, he's Rami Makhlouf. He's coming up next. Tune into him because, really, who's going to watch YouTube TV? I'm not. I don't, what, do, um, what do you have against YouTube? Why is it so hard to watch a game on YouTube? I'm I mean, just, I'm glad I'm glad you're telling people to listen to me instead, and I'm glad you're going to listen to me instead. But yes. why is it so hard to watch a baseball it's game say, on listen, YouTube? Listen, I'll go to a step further. Yeah. So, U.S. World Cup qualifier is tonight. Yeah, whatever that is. Uh, World Never mind. So, it's tonight against El Salvador for the men's team. And I'm going to be watching at 9 uh-huh. o'clock. So, originally when this all came out, they said it was only going to be on Paramount streaming service. That yeah. was it. Only on that app. Okay. I said, like, well... That sucks because I'm not buying Paramount just to watch that. Well, you don't have to pay for YouTube though. It's so, just on YouTube. So that's not happening. I get not wanting to so buy now, a streaming service. So I looked tonight to see, and CBS Sports Network has it. So fine, I'll, I have CBS Sports Network, so I'm I'm going to get to watch it. Tonight. I get why you wouldn't want to subscribe to a streaming service and pay money, but why? But YouTube is free. You just go on YouTube and watch it. It's free. It's totally free. Well, I understand, but then it's on my computer versus my TV. Don't you have a smart TV? Uh, no, no, no. You don't understand. I. Uh, Yes. Then it probably has I the YouTube a app. Smart on. TV. Yes, I guess. Then it probably has the YouTube yeah, app. I guess. On. Just pull it up. It doesn't and watch matter. The game I'm going to be at work either way, so I can't watch it either way. So it doesn't such really matter. An old man. I am in certain I'm aspects such of life. An old man. Yeah. I mean, I have apps. I mean, I've, I've got different apps. I've got <laughs> Disney Plus and Discovery See? Plus. I bet you YouTube is on there. Most most smart TVs just come with the YouTube. It does. Platform. I never watch it. The the five year old watches like. Uh, uh, different things on on YouTube, the little kid shows on YouTube. I don't think anybody else in our house ever watches YouTube outside of that the five year old. Hmm. Yeah, pretty popular. I don't know if you know. <laughs> YouTube is kind of popular. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.